Hi, everyone. Hello, people. Humans of the world. Smuts of the universe. Vaginas and things. Because <laughs> that's all there is. Yeah, it's it's vaginas just vaginas and things. And things. Things. <laughs> Welcome to Not Your Mother's Book Club, a sexy, smutty podcast where I, Dharma, pick a book off the shelf that is romantic in nature and find the sex scene and then read it out loud to my wonderful best friend sitting across from me, who is... Michaela. That's you. Michaela Fana, Bobana, Fanana Fana, Fofana, Fifi, Bobana, Michaela. It's a roll call. Wow. And uh, my name's Michaela, if you didn't catch it, and I just do shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> because I have no filter. Welcome to Not Your Mother's Book Club. Whoa, whoa, ho, yeah. <laughs> you know, we've never gotten over the Hannah Montana little moment that we had a while ago. It's a constant in our life from now on. Yeah, we do it literally all the time. Also, another thing that we've implemented into our lives is um, this new fun little thing that we do where you hold up your hand to someone and you go, castrate yourself. <laughs> we've we've never actually like said it to someone seriously, but um, we just think it's necessary in this world today for people to be told to castrate themselves. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to make a shirt. You can buy it. It'll be great. Yeah, just hold up your hand like you're shushing them. Castrate yourself. Castrate yourself. Castrate yourself. But also Dharma does read a book. (laughs) Excuse me. Read a book. Read a book. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. Uh, Well, should we just dive right in? Yeah, let's let's just just dive in. I'm like losing my voice because all we've been doing is going on long-ish road trips and singing for like three to five hours straight and my body's like can you stop so pardon my disgusting voice today it's not disgusting michaela it's disgusting there you go (laughs) you fixed it also i have a hella great kermit impression um so if you guys want to hear my kermit impression we have to make it to twenty thousand followers on instagram And um, I think approximately 100,000 downloads. So get on it, smuts, if get you want to hear my Kermit <laughs> At this rate, it'll be in six years. Yeah, but like I have faith in my smuts. I don't have faith in men anymore, but I have faith in smuts. We can rely on our smuts. Yeah, we love them. If there's one thing we've learned from this podcast is that we can men rely. Men Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a man hater, but sometimes... Anyways, Anyways. The, book we have the, <laughs> the book we have this week, um, I picked it last night and then sped read it this morning. Yeah, because we're business women. Yeah, and all we're we booked do is work. and busy. We have shit to do. We just have work and then we kind of want to have a hot girl summer, but we're so tired all the time. <laughs> this is true. So we're just like zombie hot girl summer. Yeah. Just picture like the walking dead. In bathing suits. It's like... <laughs> Two girls in bathing suits getting little tattoos and oh. running on the beach. Oh, my God. Guys, we got little tattoos this week. We got tattoos week. this week. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. We did this really fun game with us two and then the third member of our clan. Her name is Kennedy. <laughs> she will be appearing on the podcast. She will be. Very do not, soon. Don't fret. Don't fret. Um, <laughs> so we, we decided to do this thing where we each pick a word for each other 
but the person doesn't know what their word is. And then we got them all tattooed on our bodies by um, our friend Graham. Shout out to Graham, who spells his name G-R-A-Y-E-M-E. So that's a hate crime. Very bizarre. (laughs) How bizarre. How bizarre. But we love him anyways. Um, He tattooed our words on our bodies. Mine is... Actually, you know what? No. We're not going to tell you. (laughs) You guys all need to guess what you think our words were. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, if they follow us on our actual Instagrams, they'll just know. Don't give it away. Oh, sorry. This is a flawed game. (laughs) All of our games are flawed because the world is ending. What is happening? I don't know. I'm in a weird headspace. Yes, you're today. in a very weird headspace today. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready to hear the book I have for us today? Yeah, I'm I'm ready. Okay, I yeah. Guess. I picked it last night yeah. and I sped read it this morning because we have literally zero time. Yeah. Because it's zombie girl summer. It's zombie girl summer. I'm just gonna put it out there. Oh no. If I had had more time, I would have picked a different book. Oh. Great. You're starting this off so, so well. But alas. But alas. I did not have more time, so we're stuck with what we've got. Okay. No, I feel like (laughs) this podcast will be a good time. Great. We're going to have a good time today. (laughs) Wow, that was a roller coaster of a setup. If I could have chosen a book, it would would have been a different book, but we're going to have a great time and the world is dying. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, Michaela, this is the book that I have for us today. Oh, what a cover. Yeah, it is called... No, I just read the title. I need to I need to share it with the sluts. <laughs> oh, no. The book I brought today, everyone, is called George and the Virgin. No. <laughs> no. 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 You know, actually, the first thing that comes to mind is like George of the Jungle. Oh, my God. George, George, George of the Jungle. Strong Don't as he can be. that... Watch out for that tree. Cute little monkey with this disgusting. <laughs> Did you just call me a monkey? I said, don't taint him. George of the Jungle. <laughs> yeah, is it George the monkey? No. George is like the Tarzan man of the jungle. Have you never seen George of the Jungle? No, George is that little monkey who no, eats it the is bananas. Not. No, it's not. And then there's not. that ranger guy. No, George of the Jungle is like a TV show, and his name is George, and he like lives in a jungle, and he's like Tarzan, pretty much. And he like swings on a tree, and then at the end of the promo, it's like, watch out for that tree, and he swings into a tree. You have no idea what I'm talking about right now. I know that theme song. Like, I've heard yeah, that theme song. George is but... not a monkey. George okay, well, is a human. Who's the little monkey? I have no idea. Uh, Curious George. Oh my god, it's Curious George. <laughs> Is that seriously what you were thinking? I was of? thinking of Curious George. Get the fuck out. Get out of this house. No, no, we're done. I was thinking of Curious George with his little bananas. <laughs> the man with the yellow hat. Yeah. <laughs> That's like if I was like, oh yeah, Barney. Yeah, you know Barney, and you're like, oh yeah, Land Before Time. <laughs> Oh yeah, Teletubbies. They're so different. Oh, Teletubbies. Um. Oh, unearthed. <laughs> unearthed. Oh my god. Uh, how does your what is your brain? They're both <laughs> named George. Okay, get off of my case. Jeez. Okay. Um, anyways, anyways, so back George to George is our hero. The <laughs> this week, our hero is named George. Georged. Georged. Okay, great. You've been Georged. <laughs> We're Georged. <laughs> And the heroine is the virgin. Well, 
That's all I, we know I her assume. by right now. You know, you know the what? Virgin. It would be better actually if her name was George and he was the virgin. <gasps> I stand for it. Yeah. I really like that. Georgina or just George. No, her name is just George. Her name There's, is just George. That's the feminine version. Um, anyways, the author this week is Lisa Catch. Wait, okay, I just thought of another thing. What if it was like last week how um it was like Thorn? The rel- Thorn the Relentless, but this is George the Virgin. George the Virgin. Take out the and. <laughs> <laughs> the title of the book is George, George the, the Virgin. Virgin. George the Virgin. Where'd you live? Sorry, where do you live? <laughs> the jungle. <laughs> oh, okay, anyways, sorry. It's written by... The author this week is Lisa Catch. <laughs> oh, there's a sentence on the front. You want to hear what it says? Always. Sometimes slaying the dragon... Is the easy part. I feel like that should be on like a on a poster in like a businessman's office, and it's like yes. some weird skyline, inspirational quote, like balloons floating up into the air. Oh my god, I really picture it. And he's in his wing back chair, and he has a yeah. cigar in his mouth, holding a cat, and his name is George <laughs> the Virgin. <laughs> Around the office, they call me George the Virgin. <laughs> No, no, no. You know what it is? He thinks they call him George the Dragon. Oh. But really, they call him George the Virgin. You know, I love a businessman. The audacity. (laughs) (laughs) The audacity. Are you thinking of the businessmen that came to the the food truck? These businessmen came to our food truck yesterday. And the direct eye contact that they were trying to make with me was so intense that I was yeah. like, I think that you think this is a tactic, but it's actually just kind of threatening and creepy. Like you're trying mm-hmm. to hypnotize me. Yeah. Like they weren't <laughs> even blinking. Yeah. They were like eyes wide. Yeah. You could just like more whites than pupils. Like yeah. looking into my soul. <laughs> like, hello, we are businessmen. <laughs> oh my God. That came really fast. It really did. The planes have audacity today. The planes have <laughs> so much audacity. Audacity. Okay, let me look at the cover again. Yeah, here you go. The front cover has audacity. <laughs> <laughs> she's got some nerve. Yeah, she's okay, good. Close um, captioning. Let's do an image description. Okay, so a woman wearing blue with flowing red hair down to her arse <laughs> enclosed in green scales with a man Plunged up against her. Plunged up against her? <laughs> Suctioned what is he body. He's plunging her side. <laughs> holding a sword plunging? that is draped in front of her punan as he stares into her lips, not her eyes, because eye contact. Oh, it totally looks like he's staring into her cleavage, too. Yeah, like that as well. He has a very, like, strong... He has a strong nose and forehead. Mm, very Neanderthal. Very, yeah, very prominent Neanderthal forehead nose, but no jaw. Very soft jaw. <laughs> soft jaw. <laughs> yeah, it's like the jaw when um a guy shaves and you haven't seen their under underface. <laughs> <laughs> their underface. <laughs> They're under me. Oh my god! <laughs> I think I'm on drugs today. I think you're on drugs. No, when a man turns into a naked roll ro- mole. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Oh Yo, my God. guys, we're so what tired. What is happening? I think we're going psycho. Apologies in advance. Oh my God. <laughs> um, okay, everyone knows what we're talking about. Yeah, we're you understand. The naked face <laughs> that nobody wants to and, see. Yeah, and you're like surprised, but in a bad way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because their face hasn't seen daylight. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Groundhog Day. <laughs> this front cover is very chaotic. There's yeah. many things going on. But also like... In what situation would this photo be taken? Like, <laughs> so they're like slaying the dragon together, and someone's like, "Pose for the yeah, camera," yeah. and they're like, "Okay, wait, we gotta caress each other." Yeah, the dragon is like wrapped around them, breathing fire, and he's like cleavage. Yeah, and she's like, "George, you're George. a virgin." <laughs> okay, this is the back of the book. Great, I'm ready. Where there's the dragon head. Great. <laughs> there's a green dragon. Can we name the dragon? Yeah, what would you like to name the dragon? The um, dragon has a name, but oh. um, you can name the dragon. Okay. I'm thinking it's a woman. Oh. I'm thinking her name is Ruby. <gasps> I like the name Ruby. Me too. I always wanted, when I was little, I always wanted to name my child Ruby, but oh. now I have different opinions. Yeah, I don't like that. It's kind of like a stripper name slash dragon name. <laughs> my child will be its dragon stripper, so I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, perfect. Okay, so Ruby... <laughs> Her her strip dance will be to the Barney theme song. No, it's um Path the Magic Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> it's all dragon theme songs. <laughs> the Land Before Time intro oh my music. God. Okay. Okay. The medieval village of Marksell was besieged. Its virgins demanded in tribute. So when St. George the Dragon Slayer arrived from modern times in his silver pants and lace up boots. His quest was clean. <laughs> I'm so sorry. All of that was too much. I'm crying. <laughs> They're sacrificing virgins and then a man comes in the time machine with silver pants to save them. <laughs> Oh my god, okay, that is exactly continue. what happens, Michaela. You have the plot of the book down. <laughs> well, I think that's the end of the episode. That's then. the end of the... Okay, bye. Thanks for tuning in. Wait, he's a time traveler? Okay. Um, okay, sorry. I wiped my tears. We're good. Great. <laughs> Just looking at the next sentence. Oh. <laughs> His quest was clear. Okay. Being a professional wrestler... <laughs> Sexy books are turning into like how many stupid things can we cram into a plot line? <laughs> like she's sitting there looking at her storyboard, Lisa, and she's like, you know what? Dragons, time traveler, virgins, silver pants, wrestler man, dragon. <laughs> and her edit's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, her editor is just a monkey. <laughs> her editor's curious, George. And he's like, I'm curious. Okay, anyways. (laughs) Oh my god. Holy shit. Being a professional wrestler (laughs) didn't qualify him for the task. 
but a sword and imagination were all he needed, or so he thought, until he came up against the mysterious mistress of Devil's Mount. I love how men can reach, like, the bare minimum line. He's a wrestler with a sword. He will save humanity. (laughs) Silver pants. (laughs) Silver pants. (laughs) Why were the silver pants necessary in that description? (laughs) I'm literally crying. Oh, my God. Okay. Twelve years ago, Alison had been sent to die. Nope. One more time. What's her name? Alison. With a Z? Yeah. That's wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> the monkey editor. <laughs> he missed, he oh missed no. that typo. Oh, my God. Alizon? Alizon. 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 Yes. Alizon. <laughs> Twelve years ago, Alizon had been sent to die in the jaws of the serpent. Too tough for dragon teeth then... She'd never surrender to some foreigner in shiny hose now. Wait, who's the serpent? The dragon? Yeah. I thought a serpent was a snake. Yeah. Or is it just a reptilian creature? A serpent is usually a snake, but I feel like people use it to describe reptilian monsters. Sure. It's like a synonym that doesn't quite match, but it works. Mm, fine. That's not the weirdest part of this back, yeah, why so did it's you, fine. Why, <laughs> you really focused in on that. <laughs> it's the little things. She feared first for the secret world she'd built atop her mountain. But as the hero approached, Alison realized it was not the dragon's armor he'd come to pierce, but the scales around her own ferocious heart. What? (sighs) Beware of the dragon or the maiden. I... Um, okay, you ready for the lowdown? Of- uh, yeah, <laughs> just, focus? I, I'm like a little bit confused. Yeah, I'm a little bit lost. So mm-hmm. she like was sent away to this mount and then there's a dragon and now she has befriended the dragon or she's trapped atop the mount with the dragon below and the man is here to rescue her. But where did all the virgins go? Or is she the only virgin? I thought they were sacrificing virgins. So they had a time traveling wrestler come in. <laughs> To save the virgins. Are you going to let me speak? What's the plot? (laughs) What's the plot? Okay, Michaela, I know we've only been doing this podcast for four months now, um, but usually after I read the back of the book, I explain the plot. I didn't know if you knew that. Yeah, and usually I cut you off and try to explain it to myself (laughs) because I'm an independent woman. Who don't need no mansplainer. I don't want to be womansplained a stupid reptilian book. (laughs) I'm my own, bitch. <laughs> um, okay, so okay. George is a professional wrestler. Got it. In modern day times. That reminds me of the Jack Black movie where he's like a wrestler. Oh, my God. That's what I'm picturing. Not to Libre. Kind of accurate. Not yeah, to not Libre. To, kind of accurate. Okay, solid. Alison, the virgin, mm-hmm. is in medieval times 400 years ago. Sure. She's a virgin. Mm-hmm. And there's a dragon in her town. And all the townspeople are like, the only way we can appease this dragon is if we sacrifice sheep and one virgin every year. Oh, okay. That checks out. Yeah. So That's how we got over coronavirus. Exactly. Okay, so Allison's name gets pulled out of the hat. (laughs) (laughs) Like the 
Hunger Games. It's literally they that. put all the virgins' names in a ball. Literally, and it's fucking... a lottery. It's a lottery. They put their names in a hat, and then the priest pulls a name out. Okay, but what if they? If I was a virgin in this time, I would just find the nearest stable boy and just fuck him, so that okay, my well, name wouldn't be in the bowl. Funny story: the first scene in the book is her trying to fuck the stable boy, and it doesn't work. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> Is he gay? He was just really disgusting. And then she was like, fuck this shit. You suck. And then she'd rather die than fuck the disgusting stable boy. Correct. I see myself. (laughs) (laughs) But also like lace up them boots, girl, and fuck the stable boy. (laughs) Yeah. She really tried. Tighten your corset. But he couldn't get hard. Oh, because he's gay. Probably. Okay. Yeah. Solid. I want to know his story. Yeah. What is his, what's his deal? (laughs) Fuck this bullshit. What's his backstory? Where did he come from and where did he go? Cotton Eye Joe. So Allison's best friend is Mm -hmm. like psychic. And um, before the lottery that day, I think her name is Imoni or something like that. She was like, Allison, I saw you in the dragon's lair, but you weren't Eden. And I don't know what it means. Okay. Um, So Allison was like, I, I will call her Allison because I really hate Allison. Yeah, it's Um, pointless. It's very pointless, and it feels weird coming out of my mouth. Great. So Allison was like, I guess I'm going. And so she goes. Because her name was drawn? Her name was. Okay. Yeah. Great. So her name was drawn, and she was like, I guess Imoni was right. She goes, and then we cut to George. Oh, okay. Great. Wrestling. Wrestling. He's having a stressful life. He just got shit on by the media because these two kids tried one of his signature moves and hurt themselves. Oh. And so now they're like, it's the wrestler's fault. Probably. Yeah. So he's feeling stressed and depressed. Nice. And so his sister, who is very into crystals and stuff, was like, let me guide you through a meditation. (laughs) And she has this new fancy crystal that she found that's apparently super powerful. She feels the ancient magic in it. Uh Um, And so she guides him through a meditation and he gets time traveled. (laughs) No. Okay. Um, And so that's how he ends up in medieval times. Great. The whole time he's there, he thinks it's guided meditation. So he's like, none of this is real. (laughs) And it's really funny because throughout the whole book, there's like chapters where he's like, I wonder what my psychologist would think of this. And he's like trying to like dissect everything that's happening. He's like, what does the dragon mean in my life? Like, what is my brain trying to tell me? And Allison is like, I'm fucking dying. (laughs) Nice. Okay. So. But um, really important. Does he wear the silver pants for the entire book? Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. Just had to make sure that he that gets was- um transported and all of a sudden he's wearing his wrestling <sighs> uniform. Yeah. Oh my god. So he's wearing like elbow pads, knee pads, his silver pants, and then his like wrestler costume, which is his wrestling persona is Saint George. So this is like hashtag Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> he had the whole like slow motion, like jump into the air and then you all of a sudden like transform into this new yeah, being and no, then he floats down into a dragon's I think it lair. was more like um fairy godmother and cinderella oh okay so we did a little twirl he did a little twirl and then <laughs> his gown appeared nice yeah great i really hope that at the end of the book they're like and the psych ward was very confused <laughs> George is like jumping off of things. He has like tinfoil wrapped around his oh body and he's just like fighting other god. patients. Oh my god. <laughs> I see it for him. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. And so he gets transported and it's like 12 years later in medieval times. Mm-hmm. So Allison had been sent to the dragon. 
Yeah. And what she did is revealed in the book. Mm-hmm. She killed the old crone who was like the keeper of the castle who would escort the virgins to the dragon. Great. So the pedophile of the town. Yes. Solid. She killed that old disgusting lady. Good. Oh, it's a woman. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then locked the dragon in the basement and like just rescued all the virgins that continued to come to the castle. Oh, so she's making her own like Wonder Woman island of this powerful is, women. This is correct. And then she she like tamed the dragon. She was like, it's just an animal. It just mm-hmm. needs food. With and then, her so womanly touch. Yeah. So then it's just like this like kind of dangerous pet in the basement. Nice. Yeah. I'm living for that, actually. Yeah, I kind okay. of really like Allison, but George <clears throat> has issues. Yeah. Okay. So my main question is, where does the sex come in? That's a really <laughs> great question, Diane. Thank you for bringing that up. Because <laughs> I'm hashtag confused. Um, why is this bomb-ass woman going to fuck a man with silver tights? But also, I'm not one to, um, I'm not one to judge. <laughs> I made that sound like I've fucked a man in silver tights yeah, before, say, but I really haven't. There, do you have, is there something you need <clears throat> to tell me? Yeah, circus men are really great. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So let me tell you where the sex comes in. Great. George thinks this is like a video game dream. Oh my god. So he's like, I can do whatever the hell I want. This woman must be here in my brain because I willed her here. So I'm going to flirt with her all the time. Great. Yep. And she's like, she's one of those women who's never had sex, but is a very sexual being. Mm -hmm. So she talks a lot about how she has like sex dreams and like, she's just like waiting for it to happen. Yeah. She has, she's, um. She's got urges. Yeah. Well, she's a normal woman. She's like understood her sexuality. Yeah. She has honed the power of her womanhood. <laughs> That's um, what it'll say on the front of my... Um... Gravestone? Oh, no. <laughs> I was thinking like... Oh, your biography? Yeah, my biography. Oh, my God. <laughs> she learned how to hone her womanhood. That's it. And it's called The Devil Chooses to Say Something. Yeah. Yeah. Solid. Okay, so, <clears throat> yeah. Now we come to the crux of the matter. There is not a full penetration sex scene in this book. Okay, that's fine. They try very hard. Oh. oh. And that is what I will um, oh. be reading for you today. There, I lied. There is a full penetration sex scene, but it's very short and like floofy written and it's not good. It would, would have been good for Let's Have a Quickie, but mm-hmm. not for this. Sure. Great. So I'm going to read you the second attempt. Attempt. With this couple. Great. The first attempt was after the first time George tried to go down and slay the dragon, mm-hmm. but it kind of went south and she saved his life, pulled him out of there. He saved her life, pulled her out of there. And then they came out of the basement. They started making out because of adrenaline. And then they were about to have sex on the kitchen floor. Mm-hmm. And then the 12 virgins saw that they were having sex and <laughs> knocked him out. <laughs> Why is this our relationship? (laughs) (laughs) Me with a man getting hot and heavy. Dharma walks in and just knocks him out. No. 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 Not today. Stop. No more. (laughs) Get it together. (laughs) I'm like, you killed him. (laughs) So yeah, they knock him out right as he's about to stick it in. Nice. And she's like, oh. (laughs) The second time is what I'm about to read for you today. Okay. He is trying to like woo her. He's being like a gentleman sure. and like a nice person. And he like made her a sofa. <laughs> what? He made her a piece of furniture and was like, you need to relax. So I built you a sofa. And she's like, what the hell is a sofa? They don't have. Oh, I guess. Yeah, it's a different time period. Yeah. Okay. So they're <laughs> sitting on a sofa. Okay. 
Great. I was actually thinking about this and how all of the sex scenes that we read, they're all focused around penetration. Mm-hmm. And like you can have bomb sex without having penetration. So this is kind of exciting, actually. Because mm-hmm. I think that sometimes in the scenes, it's so hot. And then he goes inside her and we're like, why did that suck? It's which, always the least sexy part of the whole yeah, scene. Yeah. Which is like when he shoves it in. Yeah. And like it can be sexy, but I feel like a lot of the time that's when it goes downhill. Yeah. So maybe this will be good because they're just going to cut it off after the titillating shit. Yeah. Your face is telling me no. So <laughs> great. Let's just read the book. Um, I have no more speculating because I know what happens and I don't want to give it away. Great. I have low expectations. Let's go. Also, I had a question a little while ago. Why was he? Why did he go down to slay the dragon? I thought that the dragon was like their pet. No one in the village knows that. So Imani is still in the village. Uh-huh. She thinks Allison's dead. Mm-hmm. And it's like 12 years later. So Imani has had children and is like, I summoned you because I've tried to get the village to stop sending virgins, but no one will listen. So I've summoned you, St. George. I guess she thought it was like the real saint, sure. not this like got a wrestler. wrestler. <laughs> um, to go slay the dragon for me because my daughter will be in the lottery this year. So she tasked St. George to go to this like castle on a hill and like Mm -hmm. slay the dragon. And then he like shows up and like finds that no one's dead and everything's fine. Great. So he continues to try and slay the dragon for no reason. Yeah. Well, because he thinks it's a video game hypnotic (sighs) dream. He's like, I need to slay the dragon. Like, this is my purpose for my mental health. And she's like, don't kill my pet. Yeah. Great. Things happen at the end and the dragon does die. Spoiler alert. No, that's so sad. Ruby. Uh, Do you want to know the dragon's real name? I kind of do. Yeah. Belch. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the dragon's name is Ruby. (laughs) The dragon's name is Ruby. Great. It's kind of, it's kind of dramatic actually at the end because they both realize that it's like time travel and not Mm. dreams at the end. Mm. And then he finds all the virgins there and he's like, they, why are you holding them here? Like, send them back home. And she's like, I'm scared. Like, they're all going to kill us. La 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 la. He's like, you're just keeping them in jail. And she's like, no. Anyways, he's like, you need to slay this. He like ties up the dragon eventually. And he's like, you need to slay the dragon, Allison. Like, you need to set yourself free. Like, the dragon is ruining your life. Sure. And she does. Okay. Well, I, that's fine. Yeah. I'm on board with that, I guess. Feminism. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Learn how to slay your dragon. Sometimes slaying the dragon is the easiest part. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Read the sex scene. Ready? Okay. <laughs> Allison felt her muscles relaxing, and as they did, she seemed to sink more deeply into the bedraggled mattress tied to George's sofa. The thing was an abomination to the eyes, but she had to admit that it felt wonderful beneath her. It was almost like being in bed. The outside light was dying, the last hints of orange sunset turning gray upon the walls opposite the high western windows. George threw a few more logs on the fire, sending the flames flaring, their flickering the only light to be seen against the dark shadows of the kitchen. He would probably get up soon to start fixing their supper, but she hoped he would wait for a bit yet. She liked the nearness of his giant's body on this piece of furniture he had made for her. For her. 
A wave of possessiveness washed through her, for George. She did want him for herself. She wanted his kindness and good humor, and his way of looking at her as if he never wanted to stop, and as if given the least sign he would drag her down to the floor and have his way with her. Oh, okay. She wanted his peculiar chivalry, that besides for having him promise women he did not know that he would slay a dragon, had him serving her food and finding chores to do to help her. Because he thinks he's playing a video game. Yeah, so that's what he does in the video yeah. game. He does chores. <laughs> he does chores. <laughs> Solid. She wanted the way he talked to her, as if she was neither an underling nor a superior, but rather a friend he would trust and whose thoughts he wished to know. Oh, an equal? Mm, I wonder what that feels like. That's fun. Never had that. <laughs> never heard of her. Never. Who's she? Don't know her. Nope. She had never known a man like this George, and she loved the feeling, however brief it would be, that there was nothing and no one on this earth but the fire, the sofa, herself, and him. Ooh. And the dragon in the basement. <laughs> Ruby. My grandma's dragon. <laughs> oh my god. Throwback. Oh, Allison and Ruby should have sex. They should. Would that it could last forever. He was barefoot, wearing only his well-scrubbed hose and loose shirt, his damp hair free. He smelled of soap and fresh air, and she imagined she could sense warmth coming off his body. Or perhaps she truly could. Well, that would make sense because he's alive. And he's right there next to you. Nice. Great. <laughs> These observations are so, like... I am sitting, he is standing, wearing clothes with hair. He is warm. <laughs> the hairs on the backs of her forearms were standing up, as if trying to feel his presence. <laughs> I'm picturing, like, those, li like, little maggot feelers, like, trying to touch him. Ew! Yeah, I'm thinking, like, little, like, anemones in the yeah. water, just, like, trying to feel. <laughs> yeah, trying to reach him. Yeah, her hair is just, like, floating. <laughs> Ew. Would that she could leave with him, as she had sworn to Greta she would not. Greta's one of the virgins. I assumed. Resentment against that promise stirred itself into her pleasure, the vow made all the more vexing for being of her own choice. If she was going to deny herself any thought of a life beyond Devil's Mount with this man, then she would not deny herself anything with him while he was here. She used her toes to slide off her own leather shoes and pulled her feet up beneath her, rearranging her skirts. Her knees pressed against his thigh, but he made no comment, gracing her with a glance and a wisp of a smile before closing his eyes and leaning his head against the sofa back. His throat lay exposed, showing the ragged line past which his beard did not grow. The short beard had filled in during the week, and she was sure if she touched it that it would be more soft than coarse. If she touched it. She wanted to know what it would feel like to touch her lips against his smooth ones, set amid such growth. They haven't kissed yet? Yeah, they have. Oh, okay. It's been a couple days, though. Oh, so it's reset. <laughs> yeah. Before it wasn't with a beard, and now it's with a beard. Oh, so he's a different man. Yeah, completely Groundhog different. Groundhog day. Yeah. <laughs> Naked mole rat. <laughs> what did you say? Underface? Underface! No. <laughs> underface. <laughs> His underface was no longer showing. Therefore. New man. I don't know who he is. <laughs> she rose up on her knees and leaned over him, 
her body hovering over his. When she looked down, she could see the pulse in the hollow of his throat and the rise and fall of her own breasts so close to touching him. She brought her mouth close to his, near enough that she could feel the breath from his nose against her skin. Thank you for the sofa, she said softly. (laughs) I'm picturing him just like eyes closed, like ready to take a nap. And she's just hovering over top like, thanks for the sofa. (laughs) Like so creepy. And he's like, thanks for the sofa. (laughs) Where'd you come from? (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) He has amnesia too. Oh my God. And she lowered her mouth to his. He was motionless beneath her touch. (laughs) He's dead. (laughs) Oh my fucking God, he's fucking dead. She moved her lips over his, feeling their smooth texture and the prickling of his beard around the edges. She rested her hand on his chest for balance, and with the tip of her tongue traced the line where his lips met. They parted under the gentle pressure, and she rested her own parted lips against his, sharing his breath with her own. She did not know what to do next. She began to pull back, feeling suddenly lost without his guidance but he reached up and cupped the back of her skull with his hand, pressing her mouth again to his. His lips moved on hers, strong and sure, and she felt a jolt of excitement run through her. His other arm came around her waist, pulling her down onto his lap where he could wrap her in his arms, caught, unable to escape. She let him, her own hands going up into the hair at the back of his head, gripping it as she held him to her. Yes. Yes, this was what she wanted. Yes, she would take everything she could from him. She would not be stopped this time. (laughs) The virgins are locked away. (laughs) They're down in the basement with Ruby. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) She opened her mouth to the thrust of his tongue, feeling a power in being able to stir such a quick and strong reaction from him. She wanted him to lose all control. She wanted to arouse him to the point where he would be helpless beneath her hands, and unstoppable in his quest to have her. She let instinct and a lifetime of lonely fantasies guide her. She slid her lips away from his and down the grain of his beard, working her way to just beneath his ear with nips and kisses. Cute. She pressed her open mouth against his skin, in the place that was sensitive on her own body, and sucked, rubbing her tongue against the skin. He was salty and sweet, and she scraped her teeth down his neck unable to get enough. He groaned, and she took it as encouragement. She pulled up the hem of his shirt and kept tugging until he raised his arms and let her take it off. She threw it behind the sofa and stroked her palms over the smooth contours of his chest and got her palms tickled. She pulled back, startled, and looked. George touched his chest himself. Stubble. Mary! What? Certain... Uh, fighters like myself shave their chests in my country. Okay. (laughs) Why? They just had to put that in there that he's got little, um, hairs growing back on his chest. Prickles? Yeah. Okay. I guess that makes sense because if you're wrestling, maybe they could grab your hair and like, that would hurt a lot. I understand. Yeah. Did we need to focus on it? No. Probably not. Are we doing it? Yeah. (laughs) Lisa decided it was important. Yeah, yeah. She touched his chest again with her fingertips. The hairs were short enough to be bristly, but sparse enough not to scratch. She played her fingers across the skin there, lightly dragging them, then dawdling over his small, flat nipples, 
so different and yet so similar to her own. She glanced at his face, not certain how he would take this casual examination. His green eyes met hers with the reflections of firelight upon them, and his look was as intense as flame. Again, she felt that surge of power. His desire, in turn, ignited her own, and she felt a heaviness full of tingling sensation in her groin. She bent down her head and ran her tongue over his nipple, then caught the tiny nub between her lips and played with it as he had done to her on the kitchen floor. Nice. I feel like a lot of women forget to play with men's nipples. Like, why not? It's a sensitive part on your body. Yeah. Do it. She ran her hands down his sides, then back up the front of his chest, feeling his muscles contract and relax as she touched him. She left his nipple and traced a trail up to the base of his neck. She straddled his lap to give herself better balance, hiking her skirts so that her naked sex rested against the rigid bulge of his arousal. Nice. No panties. <laughs> Commando. His hands slid along the outside of her thighs, up under her skirt, and cupped her buttocks in his hands. He held half the span of her hips in his big hands, and when he pulled her against him in a slow grind, she could do nothing but follow where he led. That's really hot. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Hell uh -huh. yeah. Hell uh -huh. yeah. Hell uh -huh. yeah, hell yeah, hell uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> she loved the feel of him moving her where he wished and wanted more. She wanted that ferocious passion of the day on the floor when he had asked nothing and taken what he wanted. She put her hands on his shoulders and rode him, looking down from under her lids to meet his gaze. She felt the ridge of him parting her, and she tilted her hips on the downstroke so that the most sensitive part of her ran his length. Nice. She's got good instincts, man. She does. This She's listening to her body. Yeah. This is a good position. Yeah, it is. He took his hands out of her skirts and reached behind her to tug at her laces. She cupped his face between her palms and kissed him, maintaining it as she felt his fingers work the cord at her back. The wool parted, and he pulled the neckline of her gown down over her shoulders. She reached up to untie the fine cord at the neck of her chemise so that it, too, could slide off her skin. Wow, men have it so easy nowadays. Like, you just have to take a shirt off. Yeah, back then they had to undo the fucking corset. Yeah. Like, they don't get to complain now. <laughs> or maybe they're just more, they're just really stupid. Maybe they're just incompetent. Yeah, like, you have one bra. A bra is not difficult. There's clasps in the back. You just, like, push them together, and then they come apart. It's really not that hard. It's, it's not really rocket not science. It's really not that hard. Also, like, yeah, like, doing it with one hand is useful, but you don't have to do it with one no, hand. No, they're just trying to show off, and then yeah. it doesn't work well. It's like, yeah. just use both of your hands. Just be normal. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, back then, I feel bad for guys. Yeah. You have to, like, undo an entire corset. Yeah. Also, what if you get caught having sex because you're not allowed to have sex back then? No, you're not. What if you get caught and you're, like, quickly trying to put that corset? You can't. You, you can't. You need another person. If you're caught, you're caught. You can't hide it. The stress of having sex. Wow. <laughs> but then wouldn't that more danger? Oh, 1,000%. Oh, Maybe sex was sexier back in the day. Probably. <laughs> Maybe that's why it was so, like, forbidden. Yeah, because it was too much. Too sexy. It's too sexy. The fire was warm at her back, but it was nothing compared to the seductive heat when her breasts were bared and he broke their kiss to lower his mouth to them. 
He pulled the leather thong from the end of her braid and worked his fingers through her hair, spreading it over her bare back in heavy waves. Ooh, nice. I've never had a man take my hair out during sex. Put it on the bucket list, Michaela. (laughs) Yeah, maybe I should. It's really hot. I feel like men are kind of like scared to touch women's hair when it's up now Mm. because like, you know, you put thought into that. If my hair is up, it's up for a reason, Yeah, especially with curly hair. Like it's disgusting if it's up. But I feel like if I had a nice clip, the man took that out. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. A hair clip. Oh, my God. Next level. (laughs) Well, I'm going to put a clip in my hair the next time. Yeah. Gentlemen, anyone. Scholars. Gentlemen and scholars. Gentlemen, scholars, and... (laughs) Dragons. Intellectuals. And dragons. And dragons. If a woman has a clip in her hair... Take it out. That's a sure sign. Take it out. Take it out and play with her hair. Take it out. And to all the women who have their hair up in a clip because it's disgusting and oily, I'm really sorry in advance. (laughs) (laughs) But it's coming out. (laughs) I usually put a clip in my hair when my hair's nice. Yeah, me too. I just, when it's gross, I just put it in a bun. Mm -hmm. So. He pushed the gown down to her hips, then bent and rolled until she was lying under him on the sofa. He rose up and yanked the garment down off over her legs, tossing them to join his shirt somewhere on the floor. Nice. He kissed his way down her belly, sliding off the sofa to kneel on the floor as he worked his way down. He oh, took- <laughs> so good. Is she sitting or is she lying down? I feel like she's lying down on oh, the sofa. Oh, okay, great. I like, I like it when you're sitting on a sofa. Or maybe she's sitting. I don't know. Either way, making out on a couch is next level. Yeah. It's very high school. He took her knees in his hands, and jerked her toward him, parting her legs. Yes! Yes! Bow, chicka, wow, wow. For once, she was not the one making a decision. There was a freedom to it that she had never expected. It made her feel that her only duty was to enjoy what he gave her. He bent down, slipping her legs over his shoulders. (gasps) Oh my god! (laughs) Her wow, pla- we haven't had this before, and no. I'm just really happy about it. We're very excited. Very, I see myself. Her pleasure was shaken by a queer embarrassment, the intimate folds of her sex that even she had never seen, so closely exposed to his view. You know, that is the scary part about sex. Yeah. I'm like, your face is so close to something that is like, just, I don't know, just very intimate. Very intimate. And it's kind of terrifying. Yep. He gave her chance to neither ponder nor protest giving her a slow, strong stroke with his tongue. Nice. She arched off the sofa. Holy Mother Mary. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) She thought she heard him chuckle, but couldn't be sure as he laved her again, and she ceased to care about anything but that he did not stop. She felt the tip of his tongue dip into her core, pushing against those tight confines. She pushed her hips down, trying to increase that fluttering pressure but he swirled away and traced the twin ridges of her valley, and she forgot whatever she had been yearning for before. That was well described, actually. Twin ridges of her valley. I didn't That's hate new. it, though. It's new. We've it never seen new. it before. I don't think it's gross. Yeah, it's not her channel of love. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it was all very called for because it's like of the period, and I'm like, okay, the valley of the blah, blah, blah. Okay, sure, fine. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's acceptable. Yeah, and I can picture it very clearly i'm not confused mm-hmm. we know I understand what, what he's about. doing with her anatomy unlike um pocket of ecstasy i don't understand what that means Do you just have a little ziploc of ecstasy in your pocket don't want it why is your vagina a pocket don't like it 
He suckled at the hooded junction of her folds, tongue working delicately at the hard pebble of pleasure within. A pebble of pleasure? That's also new. Lisa coming in with the new terminology. She really is, but I don't hate any of it, really. No, it's all very acceptable. Because I can picture it. I know what she's talking about. She felt his fingertip then, at the entrance to her. Yes. He gave it hardly any pressure, just enough for her to know it was there. Just enough to drive her insane. Yes. Tease her. She wanted him inside her. His finger, his tongue, his penis. She would take what she could get. His tongue continued its work, but each intoxicating touch only drove her further into her desperation. She could not stand it. She curled away from him, taking her legs off his shoulders. No! Get back into position! (laughs) He reached for her, but she rolled away on her knees on the floor beside him. She grabbed the waistband of his hose and pulled them down. (gasps) Okay, good girl, good girl. (laughs) He froze for a moment, then helped her to disrobe him. His erection sprang free, long and thick, a nest of black hair at its base. She I don't shoved- know why I thought of him as a blonde. Maybe I'm just thinking of the other dragon book. Probably. He was a little blonde But boy. this man on the cover is clearly black hair. Yeah, yeah. She shoved his shoulders toward the sofa, and he took the hint. Yeah, girl. Put him in his place. <laughs> Climbing up and under her continued pressure, lying back. Are you sure you know what you're doing? He asked. She ignored him, the very sight of his ready manhood sending a shudder of desire through her. She grasped it lightly in her hand and moved her palm up over the silken skin, then back down. Her fingertips barely touched each other around the base of it. Some inborn knowledge warned that he would stretch her beyond her ability to take, but the thought did nothing to dissuade her. Nice. <laughs> she, I, she has great instincts, this chick. Yeah. She's like, I have never. I'm gonna put my hand right on this. <laughs> <laughs> Go up and down and just... I don't give no shit. Yeah, push him onto the... Like, girl, yeah. She wanted this. 26 years, God's breath. It was time. Yeah. And that erection was an invitation. Yeah. She mounted his body like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Oh, Why? My God. No. oh, my God. <laughs> his manhood pressed flat to his belly beneath her. George propped himself up on his elbow. Allison, what? Her knees were on the sofa on either side of his hips, the width of his body forcing her to open wide and lay her wet folds against him. You looked disgusted by that, but I kind of liked it. <laughs> it's just wet folds that I don't like. Yeah. So I made a disgusting face and then I did the I did the meme of like she tastes the beer and then she's like, oh, <laughs> So I tasted the wet folds. No, 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 absolutely not. No, that's not what I wanted to come out of my mouth. Yes, it was. No, it was. She tasted the wet folds. Um, (laughs) Did you taste the wet folds? I did not. And then you liked the wet folds? Oh my God, fuck off. You said it. (laughs) You did it. Just everyone, Dharma tasted the wet folds. I tasted the wet folds. And she then liked I went, the wet folds. And then I went, oh. She bent forward and brushed her breasts against his chest. She licked him across the lips, then changed it to a kiss, pushing her tongue inside his mouth. She did not know if what she was doing was right or was pleasurable to him. She only knew that she was doing what her body and its instincts demanded. His hand stroked her buttocks, the tips of his long fingers gliding over her sex. It was more than she could bear. 
She pushed upright and reached beneath her until she held him again in her hand. She moved her hips and his erection until the head met her waiting dampness. The virgins are going to come in now. Cue the virgins. (laughs) Cue the virgins. (laughs) This is their five-minute call. Knock them out. (laughs) You standing by. They're in the curtain. (laughs) Christ, Allison, George gasped, lying back again and grasping her by the hips, holding her in place above him (gasps) as if he would keep her from sliding down on him. I love it when a man puts his hands on my hips and that's all I got to say. Thanks. You can't be ready yet. I've been waiting my entire life. I'm past ready. She wasn't going to let anything stop her this time. No more waiting. This isn't the best way. His words were cut off by a groan as she eased the tip of him into her. The head stretched her, pressing with blunt force, her tender flesh crushing beneath the pressure. The pleasure of his presence at her entrance turned quickly to pain, but she would not allow herself to stop. She set her jaw and eased herself down, and went nowhere. She pushed harder, but only felt his manhood begin to angle off to the side. No. No. She squirmed atop his unsunken shaft. (gasps) His thick tip hurt her, but it frustrated her more with its partial entrance. (gasps) This was becoming more a matter of stubborn determination than of pleasure. (gasps) Allison, wait. George said, no, I will do this. No! (laughs) She reached beneath her and held his penis steady, trying again to impale herself upon it. No! This is like a horror movie. (laughs) (laughs) This is, um, sex horror. No! She gained a finger's width's advance and paid with scraping, pinching pain. (gasps) A whimper escaped her throat as she again forced herself down. (gasps) Stop it, Allison, stop it, George said. I'm stressed. (laughs) And his hands gripped her waist, lifting her off of him. No, she cried. Oh my God. And fought him with her weight and the grip of her thighs on his hips. Oh my God. No. I'm I'm going to do this. No, no, (laughs) no. (laughs) Get off me. I'm not going to let you hurt yourself like this. Christ, Allison, you're not meant to be torn open with a battering ram. Oh my god! (laughs) I don't care. I do. She gave a sob of frustration as his strength won out over hers, and he lifted her off, then pulled her down next to him so that she was caught on her side between him and the back of the sofa. He lay his leg over hers, forcing them together, and cupped her cheek in his hand as he kissed her tenderly on the forehead. Hush, you can't hurry this. She turned her face into his chest, humiliated by the reminder of that long-ago day in the shed with Ospert, who is the stable hand she tried. Shut the fuck up. What is happening right now? (laughs) She could do nothing right with this deflowering. No one had ever wanted her, and now George, too, had shaken her off as if she were an oversexed cur having sex with his leg. No. 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 Fuck George. Fuck him. We have all the time in the world, George said into her hair. No, feed him to the dragon. His hand stroking down her shoulder and arm. Let me take care of you. Why wouldn't it go in? She sobbed, too embarrassed even to look at him. It's not just a maiden head a virgin has to worry about. You're tight. Your muscles down there need to be stretched. Gently. Some women are like that, more so than others. What? How do you know this? Never mind how. 
She felt him kiss the top of her head. You need to relax. You'll only tighten yourself up more if you try to take charge, and it won't be good for either of us. What? I don't want you forcing yourself down on me. No. She felt the softening of his erection against her and knew he didn't want her, just what? as Osbert had not, and just as no one in Markso had. It was more humiliation that she could take, and she had to be away from him and from the burning embarrassment. In a burst of energy, she beat the heels of her palms against his chest, punching him back. Let me go! He leaned away, looking at her. Allison, what is it? Devil take you! Let me go! His hand gently gripped her shoulder. What's wrong? She couldn't stand the confinement of being wedged between him and the sofa back, his legs still over hers. She thrashed and shoved, wanting only to escape from this humiliation where she was naked and unwanted. He tried to hold her, tried to wrap her in his arms. The threat of his physically subduing her with his strength put her into a frenzy. Being under his control, a state that had been appealing just ten minutes past, was now unbearable. She bit the nearest piece of flesh. <gasps> his chest. <gasps> Ow! Damn it! He said, releasing her. Allison, what the hell? She scrambled up and climbed over the back of the sofa, grabbed her clothes off the floor, and without looking back, dashed from the room. End of sex scene. No. No. Fuck George. Fuck him. What the hell just happened? I have no words. Are you safe? No. Is anyone safe? No one is safe. What the hell just happened? What? Also, like, why did he mansplain tightness to her? Like, I'm just so mad. And then he restrained her when she was, like, upset. Yeah. Allison, this is not your fault. This is not your fault, sweetie. Men are the devil. Oh, this poor woman. This poor woman. She's like, nobody wants me. No. No. <laughs> when you were saying that... She, like, couldn't get onto it. I was like, oh, it's because he's getting soft. Like, I, I did not think that it was because he was just too big. Yeah. Which I feel like that's what it, what, what it was. You're, like, trying to shove a, a wet noodle. Yeah. This sex scene started out so well. It started out, like, a 9 out of 10. Yeah. I was Maybe. like, she's straddling him. Yeah. He pulls her to the edge. Positions are good. Positions are, are fun. The description she's, is good. Yeah. Like, she's doing a great job. She's taking control. Yeah. And then she wanted to take all the control and it just didn't work out. There are so many other ways to go about that. If like it's just not fitting, then that means that there needs to be more foreplay. Yeah. Why Why in the world as a man would you just be like, no, get off. We're done. Yeah. Like clearly she wanted to stick it in. Yeah. Clearly she wanted to be penetrated when yeah. she was playing with his penis on top of him. Yes. And he was just like, no, don't do it. But like, just continue to let her do it. Yeah. Like switch it up. If she's switch like struggling to put it in, then just like slide her up to your face. Let her sit on your face. Yes. Do the things. Get her less tight and then yeah. move her back and try and do it again. And then if it's still not working, then it's like, I don't know. There are other things that need to be done. Yeah. Not just like shoving this woman off of you. Like, you, no, this is bad. Get yeah. away. And then restraining her and being like, what's wrong? What do you think is wrong, George? Gaslighter, denier. 
doing anything to get your ass fired. Well, well, get the fuck out of my life, George. Okay, my question is, is Lisa chose to write this. Yeah. I always forget that, like, there's a human that decided this was yep. a good thing to put in there. Yep. I'm like, oh, this fantasy world, it's like a... There's Someone a human- storyboarded the sex scene. Yeah, there's a human behind this who decided it was okay. And, like, the book is almost done. Yes. The book is so close to being done, and yeah. they haven't... This is a sexy book. It's like if I read a horror book, and they were like, I'm gonna stab you, and then they just, like, did a tiny little puncture, and they were like, no, I can't, and ran away. Yeah. Just stab her. It's the whole point of the book. (laughs) Holy shit. Also, like, yes, some men are big. But why is it that every book, the men are unbearably huge? This is correct. That's not that hot. Why are we focusing on that? Why is every man an anaconda and you just can't fit it in? What part of this was sexy? Do women (laughs) fantasize about not being able to fit men into their vaginas and then being humiliated and running out of a room? Is that your fantasy? Oh, yeah, that's a very sexy fantasy for me. I'm yelling because I'm mad. (laughs) Absolutely. And, like, what is this, Lisa? You're, like, getting us all hot and bothered because the first half was very good. Yes. You're getting us all hot and bothered and then it's just cringy. Mm-hmm. It's just very cringy. There's no coming back from this. I would ghost him. Yeah. George, you're done. You're finished. George the Virgin, you're done. Wow. And like, yes, there is sometimes lack of communication when you're having sex. Yeah. But it just spiraled and it got really bad. Yeah, really I would be very upset. This like moment would be scarring for anyone. Anyone. Like there's so much shame He's yeah. like shaming her. And it's like almost for even, wanting to have sex. Yeah. And it's almost even worse that he was like, what's wrong? It's okay. Fuck Sometimes off. it happens. No, talk no, about it. No. Don't fucking treat her like she's this 12-year-old child who yeah. doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah. You know, this has been a freaking roller coaster. <laughs> I was like, ooh, a dragon. Sexy. He's a wrestler with silver tights. Not sexy. Oh, she's straddling him. Ooh, sexy. He's pushed her off of his anaconda penis and has shamed her. Not sexy. This is a three. (laughs) What are you rating this? I don't really even know what to rate this. I don't know either because I'm just very confused. Yeah. Like, I don't even know if we count this. Well, we we can't just not count a book. Yeah, the ending brought it down like five points. So I would also say it's a three. It would have been an eight. Uh Uh-huh. Minus five, three. Three, I think it's worse than Love is Blind. Oh, 100%. Love is Blind was still kind of cute because they still loved it and they talked about it. Yeah. They talked about it. Mm-hmm. I'm mad. I'm mad. While you were reading it, I wanted to rip it out of your hand and throw it. I wish you would have. But I had the urge not to, so it's oh. not a two. Because <laughs> I wanted to know what happened. Right, right. You know, I didn't just want it to stop. Holy guacamole. So that's the drama of the week. Wow. Thanks for tuning in, Smuts. <laughs> Next week, I promise, I pledge on my life that I will make sure it's a good one to make up for it. Yeah. Well, last week was good. This is true. Bridgerton we was had good. Bridgerton. So, of course, we had to even it out. Yeah. One week good, one week very bad. Yeah. <laughs> and then sometimes we'll change it up and it's like five bad, one good. So maybe next week it will be bad. We just um, want to keep you coming back. We want to keep you intrigued. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. We're mysterious. We'll make sure you fit on our dicks. On that note, 
Give us a follow on our Instagram, Not Mother's Book Club. You can send us an email. Send us your smut for our Let's Have a Quickie episodes. Yeah, I dare you to write something better than George and the Virgin. Yeah. I dare you. And it's a very easy dare because it won't be hard. Yep. Double dog dare you. Double dog dare you. Write something better than... Oh, challenge. (laughs) Finish this sex scene. Oh. Finish this sex scene. If Lisa hadn't been dumb and (laughs) written in all that shame... What would the end of this sex scene have looked have looked like? Yeah. Okay. Send us the email. I challenge you all to do this. And then we'll read it on our Let's Have a Quickie episode. Yeah. We'll feature you all. Yeah. You'll do be it. famous. Freaking do it. Do it. Triple dog dare you. I'll just go and castrate you if you don't. <laughs> read a book. Castrate yourself. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>